Session 13, November 8th, 2012. James leaned right into my face and exhaled a lungful of cigarette smoke into my eyes. All right, so business it is. He dragged deep on the lucky strike. I'll try to keep this as concise as I possibly can. As you are well aware of, this little thing the four of us have together is something quite special, to say the least. Together, the four of us wield a power that transcends us as individuals. It's a force that is greater than the sum of its parts, something profound and sacred. Whether you like it or not, both you and Heather are part of something bigger now. To deny it is like to deny God. What are you going to do? Force us to do the incantation with you? You know that won't work. James laughed, full of spite and glee. Oh no, not at all, my friend. If you and Heather aren't here on Friday night, all revved up and ready to go, as they say in the Ramones song, I will make your little girlfriend wish she had never been born. Everything started to waver in my vision. A faint ringing began to rise within my head, growing into the desolate wail of an air raid siren. The weight of his words tore holes through my guts and made me feel as if I was dying. So, as if I'm guessing you have already guessed, the choice is yours, Mark. James nodded to Carl. He relinquished his hold on me. I sunk to my knees as a pair climbed the bank and disappeared into the grounds of the park. I just lay there a while. I couldn't tell you exactly how long for. The fallen leaves and pine needles felt damp and smelt of moss and earth. James had threatened me with the one thing he knew meant the most to me in the world, Heather. I had no doubt that he would make good on that threat. So what choice did I have? I would have to convince Heather that we should rejoin James and Carl, and resurrect our occult quartet. I did not think this was the wisest idea in the world, obviously, but what choice in hell did I have? I managed to carefully climb to my feet, my stomach was stitched with pain and I felt terribly weak. I made my way up to the wooded bank, grabbing at tree trunks for support, when I felt my sneakers start to slip on the relatively loose earth below. I made my way home. When my mother saw the state my clothes were in, she had stared astonished and asked what had happened. I told her that I had fallen off a friend's skateboard when we were messing around after class. She cast me a dubious look and I elaborated that I had a crack in the sidewalk and had gone flying into the grass verge beside the road. This seemed to satisfy her, so I went and took a shower. I was out the door and on my way over to Heather's house the moment I'd eaten dinner. I'd less than zero appetite, but knew that any sign of anything amiss would have re-eluded my mom instantly, so I forced my way through my plate of steak and eggs, my father's favourite, with grim resolve. I hurried through the darkened streets, puffing furiously on a cigarette as I went, and trying to ignore the pain that racked my stomach inside. I had no idea what I was going to say to her, I just knew that I had to say something. No matter how strange it sounded, no matter how much of an awful surprise it would be to her, and obviously, it would come as one. Why on earth would I want the two of us to rejoin the group? Oh well, that was a rickety fucking bridge I'd just have to cross when I came to it. Heather answered the door when I arrived. She smiled one of her gorgeous smiles and wrapped her arms around me in a loving embrace. Hello you, she whispered. Hey sweetheart. I made my best attempt at a tell-nothing smile. I thought I saw a flicker of doubt in her eyes, but I wasn't certain. 
we made our way upstairs. That's all we have time for today. I must say, Mark, this is all incredibly fascinating. It may seem like we aren't making a substantial amount of progress here, but I assure you, we are indeed. I see you the same time next week.